Today's show is being brought to you by Cause Marketing Forum and SelfishGiving.com. And we want to thank our sponsor, 1BillionShirts.org. Custom t-shirts that help others. Print with them, and 25 cents from every t-shirt benefits a good cause. And remember, you can find Cause Talk Radio on Stitcher Smart Radio as well as iTunes. Leave us a comment at either one of those platforms, and we'll send you a Cause Talk Radio t-shirt. Hi, everyone. This is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. I'm, of course, here with my lovely co-host, Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hello, Joe. How's it going? You know, I am fully caffeinated and ready to have a great conversation with a very exciting guest I know, today. because it's early. It's early out in the West Coast, right? <laughs> it is. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, on the line today is a is an East Coast guy just like me. So he's sitting back. He's already had ten cups of coffee this morning because it's nine o'clock in Boston. But Jeff Rader, co-founder of Harry's. Hey, Jeff, how's it going? Hey, guys, it's great to be here. How are you? Yeah, and you know what's really nice about having Jeff is Jeff is in New York. He's actually in the midst of the evil empire right now, but <laughs> he's originally from the Boston area. Indeed. Yeah, that's and right. Then, and that's and that's always where my loyalties will lie. That's right. I like that. I like that, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, so you're involved in a, a fantastic company called Harry's. Uh, we want to hear a little bit about Harry's, and we want to hear about this new partnership that you have uh, with Cydia, which is actually part of a bigger philanthropic program that you have. Great. So Harry's is a men's shaving and grooming brand. Uh, we launched in March. And our fundamental goal is to deliver uh, people with incredibly high-quality shaving products. Those are razors, razor blades, and shaving cream um, mm -hmm. that we sell on our website, which is harrys.com, uh, for an affordable price. Um, and to get to know each one of our customers really well, um, to give them an exceptional experience from the time that they purchase to the time that they use our products, and, mm -hmm. and hopefully for many years to come. Um, and. Um, and then over time to just build great relationships with them um, and continue to, to give them uh, great shaving products that, that they love to use um, mm -hmm. and, a, and a brand that really knows and cares about them. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for us, I think it's always been really important to um, not only think about selling and making incredible products, but also thinking about what those products do for people. Mm -hmm. And in shaving, you know, what, 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 what shaving does and what a great shave does for guys every day is it gives them confidence and helps mm -hmm. them prepare to be successful, you know, both personally and professionally. Mm -hmm. And so um, as a company, you know, we want to really help people further that mission. Shaving is, is one piece of that, but we think that that's a really broad ambition that we can help people with in, in lots of ways. Mm -hmm. um, and so you, Jeff, you have this program called Give a Shave. Is that your yeah. signature philanthropic program? Yeah. Um, and what it started with was a saying between my co-founder Andy and I that we give a shave about making incredibly high-quality products. Um, it was sort of a, a crass saying, but um, it really stood for <laughs> caring about every single detail and everything that we did. And then as we thought about why we cared so much, it's because we really wanted people to have an amazing experience with our products. And, and in turn, 
to give them confidence and help prepare them and help them feel great at the beginning of every day or any time that they shaved. And so as we thought about that, we said we really give a shave about, you know, making great products, but we also give a shave about preparing people, providing them with confidence, helping them to kind of be their, their personal best. And um, that led us to want to think about a much broader set of initiatives within the company where we could use our skills and resources um, to help uh, different organizations that share that mission of ours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing and, with City specifically with their program? Which, you know, as you know, Jeff, is a Boston-based program. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I know yeah. well. So yep. City Year is an incredible organization. Um, I actually was introduced to City Year when I was right out of college working at Bain & Company, which is a consulting firm, and we did a project for City Year in New York, helping them think through their growth strategy. And what was most amazing to me about City Year was the dual impact that they have on their constituents. First, they have an amazing impact on their core members, mm -hmm. uh, which are incredible young individuals who spend a year working um, on service projects, um, and in doing so, grow up in a way that is truly remarkable to see. And then um, secondly, those young people, core members, then go out into schools um, and, and have amazing impact on the broader community. And so I was always inspired and motivated by that. Um, and I think they very much share our mission of providing people with confidence to go out and achieve their goals and really helping to kind of transform the lives of young people yeah. um, at, at a very pivotal stage, which felt like it was very much aligned with how we think about our goals at Harry's. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And so... Excuse me. <clears throat> and so um, at Harry's, what we did is we worked very closely with the city or team to create a program where we could really help them in a few ways. The first was just to be a platform for them to help them really get the word out about, or the world to really get the word out about what City Year is doing, to tell their story in new and innovative ways. And I think as an online brand, you know, we're able to sort of help them do that through our website, through social media, a variety of different methods. <clears throat> the second is we felt like it was really important to kind of put our money where our mouth was. And yep. so for every um, dollar of sales that we make as a company, we donate 1% to City Year. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really powerful message in that it helps our customers feel like by buying from Harry's that they're also having a much broader positive impact. And we've heard time and again from customers that they get inspired by the ability to help in some small way through the micro action of just buying a razor, which is kind of a fun thing for them. That's right. <clears throat> Last. Yeah. Talk to us Go a little ahead. bit, uh, talk to us a little bit about your background in approaching business and cause, because <clears throat> many of our listeners will be familiar with Warby Parker, which is a yeah. business that you also co-founded. And, you know, yep. Warby has a very interesting business model. And I know from past conversations with some folks over there that, you know, cause does not come first there. Um, so talk a little bit about just your whole philosophy about how business and cause meshes together. Yeah, well, I think they have to be highly intertwined. And I would argue that if one, if business or cause really come first, one before the other, then you get into a place that's that's kind of, difficult. Um, mm -hmm. I think they kind of have to just, the cause has to be embedded in the business objectives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think for us at Warby Parker and now at Harry's, we just felt like every business has the responsibility to do greater good in the community in some way. Mm -hmm. um, that we didn't want the impact, you know, we built the companies because we wanted to have an amazing impact on people's lives. At Harry's, one of my goals is to wake up every day and make 
you know, tens and hundreds of thousands of guys feel better because they use our products. And that makes, that's incredibly gratifying. Right. But I don't want our impact to stop there. I want us to have a much broader impact in the community at large and in turn to be able to mobilize our customers who are an incredibly large and dynamic group of people to support the causes that we support, to sort of take small actions in their lives which further benefit the community and further the, object, the broader objectives of, of the company. You know, and Jeff, so, I think, too, it's, it, you know, what you guys have done well with both companies, though, is you kind of baked cause right into the business, which is not yeah. how a lot of businesses approach it. You know, yeah, um, and, in a lot of ways, cause is kind of an afterthought. Or, you know, what we see, too, and Megan and I see this all the time, is a business will lead with the cause, which oftentimes is kind of a difficult proposition, too, because yeah. then they find out that the consumer is saying, hey, I still expect a high-quality product and customer service, and I don't expect that to be uh, damaged by the fact that I'm supporting a cause. Of course, it, it can't be. Ultimately, what it means is that the businesses, you know, it, 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 means that it, it means that what you have to do very early is to make it a pillar of, of the strategy and structure of your company forever. Right. And at Harry's, we sort of came up with a set of brand pillars around great quality product, always amazing design, incredibly um, sort of accessible prices, appealing to the modern man, and doing good in the community. And I think that last pillar about doing good in the community is something that's written into the core values of our company, something that we speak about every week at our team meeting, um, and something that we built into our economic model, our business model, and something that's core to who we are and to how we define our own success. Yeah. So, Jeff, who did you look for for inspiration when you were – I mean, and this goes back to all the way to your first company I know. Is is there a company or companies that kind of inspired you to take this approach right from the beginning? Yeah, I mean, I think that there are amazing companies that do it. Um, one company that – you know, a few companies that we have looked up to, I guess one is – and I think that the, there's a real story here is Patagonia. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's a lot of people who are doing amazing things in the, um, you know, outdoor sports arena. And the reason that they were really interesting to me personally is because their social efforts were so deeply entwined with their focus and objectives yeah. as a business. Right. Um, you know, the sort of social efforts around really creating an amazing green world and sustainable environments yeah. and communities, you know, were highly tied into the fact that they were making outdoor performance products for people yeah. who really loved and were passionate about those issues. Yeah. And I think in order for cause marketing to be incredibly successful, those things have to be super tightly intertwined. Mm. At Warby Parker, you know, we give a pair of glasses for every pair that um, – that we sell, and so there's a very high direct link to the good that we're doing in the world and our business objectives. And at Harry's, I would argue it's the same thing. We provide people with, you know, confidence to be personally successful, and we work with organizations like City Year that help people to gain confidence in their personal lives to be successful. Is there I think much? one other, I think one other thing that that we're trying to push forward at Harry's um, mm -hmm. that other people have done in different ways, but we we feel like we can really pioneer. Um, is this notion of also giving time. Um, and, you know, at Warby Parker, we donate a tremendous amount of our team's time um, to, to helping causes. Is it, put, no, Jeff, it's like 25 hours. I think it was 1% of employees' time or 25 of our hours time. a year, right? 
That's right. And so yep. next year we have a goal as a company to donate 200 days of employees' time wow. um, That's good. to helping City Year and other organizations like them that prepare people for personal and professional success. <laughs> and then as we think about it, one, one thing that we can offer is an amazing set of resources that exist within a startup from you know, people who understand technology, people yep. who understand kind of business issues, people right. who are young and really want to be mentors um, to other people in the community. And so we can work with the organizations on multiple levels. We can help them with some of their organizational objectives, think about growth and how to scale their organizations very much the same way that we think about how to scale our startup. And then we can also spend time personally with lots of people in the organizations, mentoring them, helping mm -hmm. them, and bringing sort of the uh, – a little, uh, some thoughts around business and how to run a business and start a business and the lessons that we learned at a startup to those organizations in lots mm -hmm. of ways. I have so mm -hmm. many questions, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start with one here. So with with Warby Parker, you're donating. It's sort of a one for one model. You're donating a pair of glasses for every glasses that you sell. With Harry's, mm -hmm. you have this sort of one percent model. It's not quite as linear. It's not exactly direct one for one type of model. Mm -hmm. Right. Talk about your decision to do that versus a buy one give one model. Yeah, I mean, I th I think it is pretty direct. Like we, I think the thing that's really important in both companies is transparency. Right. We wanted people to be really clear in both companies about what we do. So at Warby Parker, I think it's very clear that we we donate a pair of glasses to someone in need living under less living living under with under less than four dollars a day for mm -hmm. every pair that we sell. And, the, and those glasses literally change people's lives. They oh, help them for the first time yeah. ever. And so I think that that's very clear, that mission and how it works. And at Harry's, what we wanted to do is be incredibly transparent about how um, how the giving model works. And so right. it's very clear to people that every time they buy something, we donate 1% of that purchase. Um, and that you know, as we grow as a company and have more resources as a team, that we will continue to donate our time in a very clear and transparent way. Mm -hmm. And I think it's incumbent upon us at Harry's to tell that story in a thoughtful way. So we're donating 200 days of time next year. What does that mean? Where does that go? What impact right. have we had? Um, you know, I think that's Jeff, what's you know, most exciting for us. I think in the razor business where you could make a huge difference is you could make a razor that works on a man's face but doesn't work on a woman's legs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think it's about it. Right? Joe's, Joe's mean, airing his dirty laundry here, right? right. Here on so we are, uh, think about the difference you could make in men's lives. I uh, know. We, uh, we, so we've been incredibly flattered that lots of women like to use our razors They're and have beautiful. heard that. Thank you so much. And I've heard that. Um, heard that uh, comment from guys. I think what we're going to try to do to fix it is yeah. we're working on a women's line um, nice. that will launch. It'll take a while to launch because, again, we care so much about making everything perfect that mm -hmm. it'll take a little while for us to get it right, but we're going to work on a women's line. So hopefully um, all the men that we serve will then uh, be able to give <laughs> their wives or girlfriends um, a, a razor that's built specifically for them so that they start to use that. Will it be called Harriet's? Well, I, you know, the other thing I want to talk about, too, is this this volunteerism piece, because 
Yeah. We see we see this all the time, but I, I am hard pressed to find companies that are doing a good job with both both consumer facing and internal employee engagement in a meaningful way, not just you know yeah. done, done in a day type volunteer efforts. So I'm fascinated by this, and and I'm curious to know is this was this something that came from you? Was this something that came from Cityer to say? Hey, you know what? We could really use your expertise here. I mean, how how did that decision come about? Yeah, I think it it came from a, a set of discussions that we had with City Year and some other organizations, and it started with us um, just genuinely wanting to help. And so we think we realized as a small company that the monetary donations that we make probably won't be able to rival those of huge businesses. But right. what we can do is kind of two things. One, be a platform for them and talk about their issues. But, but more importantly, we just were like, hey, like, we really believe in what you're doing. We want to have a positive impact on the world. How can we help? And when we asked that question, we got a list of places where we could help that was longer than we could digest. And we said, wow, this is amazing. There's so many things that we can do to be helpful. Um, why don't we sort of create a real structure around a program where we can methodically work on the most important things in your organization, bring the right people from our company to bear to do it, and in doing so sort of maximize the impact that we can have in working with you. Um, so I think that that was that, and that, that was important. And I think for us as a company, it helps us, if we have that as a mission of ours, it helps us attract people who genuinely believe in it and want to help. And so right. I think that's where it becomes kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy or circle. Now when we talk to people about Harry's, it's just assumed that they're going to come here and have to spend a bunch of time volunteering to help other organizations. Right. And some people are really passionate about that, and that's a huge selling point for the company. And right. some people are less passionate about it, and those people – Tend, they may work really well in another organization, but right. we really seek out people who are passionate about sort of our broader mission about, around having impact. And it kind of goes back to like what our business goals are. It's not just to be this huge successful company. I mean, clearly we would love that, but it's also to have a much broader positive impact in the community. And we need people who are aligned on both of those goals. Yeah. No, that's it's so true. So, you know, Jeff, one of the things, you know, as I mentioned during the course of the show, we talk to lots of cause businesses or causepreneurs and people yeah. that, I mean, in, you know, they must be coming out of the, I mean, I get 10 <laughs> messages a week from these people, you that know was, what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. I'm doing this, I'm doing that and stuff like that. And they're all well-intentioned and well-meaning. But as I've said before on my blog, you never hear from them again, you know? Yeah. When you talk to causepreneurs, what do you think is the challenge they have? Um, it's a really great question. I think that um, the biggest challenge is in in making the cause feel authentic, be authentic, um, and um, and tying it in with uh, what you're doing from a business perspective. If you um, and also, I think the last thing is like making it have impact. Right. So, for instance, at Harry's, we thought a lot about donating, you know, initially donating soap and other hygiene products to people in the developing right. world. Yep, yep. And what we and and then what we did is we spoke with a bunch of experts, and they actually told us that that's not what people in the developing world need. Um, right. That that's that that there's that's that it's plentiful. And so, while there could have been an interesting cause marketing strategy there. 
we had such a high bar in terms of the actual impact that we want to have that we walked away um, from that and sort of refocused our efforts on places where we thought we could be really impactful. That's and right. so I think, it's a, I think it becomes a mix of authentic passion for, for it, having it be really tied in with your business model and your business objectives. I think mm-hmm. Orby Parker and Patagonia are good examples there. And then I think the last thing is making sure that it's actually impactful so that five years down the line you can look at it look at the cause campaigns that you've done, um, look at sort of the social activity in your business, and say, wow, we've really had an amazing impact, and here's how. Yeah, you know, I think that's I, I think, the most valuable and important. Thing. And I think that's what consumers want, too, from companies, too, is when they support 100%. social causes, they want them to have an impact. And, you know, this is, you know, someone who's getting a lot of slack on this right now is McDonald's with Ronald yeah. McDonald House, because some of the stuff that's coming out is one, you know, McDonald's doesn't donate a lot of money, uh, you know, only 0.32% of their pre-tax profits, but um, the Ronald McDonald's House is only funded between 5 and 20% by Ronald McDonald. And, yeah. you know, so it's really just not a lot of dough. I mean, they have to actually go out and, you know, here was a, uh, I mean, as a nonprofit guy, Jeff, here was a guy that I thought, like, they own Ronald McDonald House. You know what I mean? They're saying, this is our baby. We're going to take care of this. And it turns out that in some instances, these folks are 95% on their own. Yeah, that's, that's, that's tricky. And I think that's obviously – things like that could be super damaging to companies and their cause campaigns. And I think that's why you just have to be really transparent. I think that's what it goes back to. I guess the last thing that I would say is my dream for Harry's is to actually – one of the reasons that I'm so excited about this giving time model is because my dream for Harry's is to be able to have our customers start to give time with us. Mm-hmm. Because that yes. means to me, like, if we could give team time, and we will, I think that's, the, that's only the beginning. I mean, what yeah. if we could get thousands and thousands and maybe over 10 millions of people to donate time with us. It could be anything from taking a micro action for five minutes a day, which is 1% of your day, to do something really great for somebody else, or like pitching in on our campaigns. I have no doubt that we have an incredibly talented group of customers who could help the world in an amazing way. And so I think if you can really tap into that passion for people, create an incredibly transparent way, an easy way for them to participate, um, that, that that to me is like, that's the future. And I think that's something that a lot of companies and cause marketers, I hope, are really interested and excited about. And that's, I think that's what's, Mm. That's what gets me really excited. Absolutely. Yep. And this yep. this has just been a fantastic, fantastic conversation, Jeff. And I cannot think of a better way to sum it up than how you just summed it up with the future of cause marketing and, and Harry's place in that. So thank you so much for joining us today. Can you tell our listeners where they can find out more about you or Harry's if they'd like to? Yes. Uh, Harry's.com. Um, Bam, you can that's see it. all of our products. <laughs> yep. That's where you should go. You can see all of our products. Um, read our story, and then there's a whole page on our Give a Shave initiative and what we're doing. With hey, Jeff, you're, really I, you're active on Twitter, though, too. Do you want to share your handle? Yeah, and post? if they'd like to reach out to me, um, they can reach out to me at, at Jeffrey Raider, um, which is J-E-F-F-R-E-Y-R-A-I-D-E-R. Excellent, and we will put that on the show notes also. And, Joe, where can people find you if they would like to do that? Oh, gee, you can barely find me online <laughs> these days, you know. Well, of course, they can find me at my blog, SelfishGiving.com. You can find me on Twitter, at Joe Waters. And, of course, check out my Pinterest boards, uh, Pinterest.com, front slash Joe Waters. And I actually have a whole board dedicated to cause products like Harry's. So you can check those out. I think you'd be really interested in them. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? 
I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF, and also blog for the Cause Marketing Forum at CauseUpdate.com. And you can find Cause Talk Radio on Stitcher Smart Radio as well as iTunes. Please go into this episode, give us a thumbs up on Stitcher, write a comment on iTunes, and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And on behalf of Jeff and Joe and myself, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us today for Cause Talk Radio. We'll see you next time. <laughs>